All right, we're back. Uh, we talked about just fucking adding this on to the last podcast, but might as well just do another one, right? Yep, yep. Uh, I need the episodes and fuck it. Yeah. I think it's easier. People won't have to turn it on for two hours and they can break it up into chunks Mm -hmm. or whatever. Or you can marathon it. Why not? I hope so, man. I'm really like, thank you for listening. You personally, not the people listening, but the people listening too. Also, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you for listening, man. I was, uh, I was not expecting the reception that I, that I have received so far from people. Like, a couple people that I did not expect have reached out to me and been like, hey, I was listening to your podcast. I was like, really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I think if you put yourself out cool. there, people will give it a chance. Why not? Yeah, and a lot of people, well, a handful, a couple, yeah. have said they've liked it, so I really appreciate the the positive vibes. No, I enjoy it, man. That. That's why, like we were talking about uh, on the last one, uh, <laughs> we were talking about, I listen to a lot of podcasts, so I like the, the free flow of ideas uh, discussion here. If, if it's like-minded here or if it's dissenting opinions, I mean, at least we're having that conversation without being at each other's throats, you know? And, oh, and I, yeah. I think you and I really align on the, on a lot of the kind of stuff. Like for me, I, I think, I think you're kind of in the same boat as a kid. Yeah. I kind of uh, like to find something we disagree on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for me, for me, I was, a, as a kid, like I was very liberal. I was very leftist. Like I read Michael Moore books and Al Franken books in high school. Dude, Michael and, Moore was my jam yeah. as a kid. Like, uh, I yeah. watched, um, I watched Bowling every, for Columbine every and, Michael yeah. Moore documentary. Yeah, it was I all could. about him as a kid, and then now I've kind of gravitated more towards the center. Like I feel, I, I, I but I, I don't even think that's me moving at all. I think I've remained kind of the same, and everyone else has kind of become polarized. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that a little bit. I think people need to chill on picking sides, and people just need to be comfortable with um gray areas uh, like. <laughs> yeah i just got a horrible text from my mom oh goodness jesus christ do we need a break no it's okay, oh, okay um what were we talking about oh we're just talking about political extreme just people moving away from oh yeah people need to stop being so um as joe rogan would say tribal yeah yeah um and it like I think people just need to be okay thinking differently than like large groups and like they need to like me for example I'm I'm kind of like sway all over uh, the political sphere on 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 topics like I'm I'm for small government in a sense um, in the sense that people should be able to make a lot of their own choices and states should be able to make a lot of their own choices. Yeah. Um, but I'm also for a larger government in other areas. Like, um, I know that didn't make sense. No, like, um, for me, like the, the, I'm, I'm on the, on the same boat for me, the larger government things that I support are like regulation for the environment, you know, things like that. I I think that's something that, you know, should be dictated federally. But when, when you're talking about things like, um, you know, at the state level, I think they're, you know, you and I from Arizona are a lot different than somebody from the South or somebody yeah. from the Midwest or someone from like, I'm very New pro England. gun being yeah. from Arizona. Like I have a lot of guns and, um, not a lot. I have guns, mm-hmm. but it's just like, I'm, I'm pro gun, but I'm also pro life and, um, I'm not religious 
but that makes you a, a Republican. Your 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 hard right stance. You know, like that, that that's the label that would be put on you for exactly. that. Exactly. Right. And then and but, but I'm also very for free education. Yeah. And it, open education. It and, just paints you into this box as soon as you say that. And 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 like that's what uh, I think. I think you messaged me about the healthcare one. Did we talk about that? We we're, can. We were talking about. Uh, I think I think it's difficult. I said it shouldn't be a right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we did it's discuss the, that. The difference yeah. between people think things are rights, and I think people need to understand what the definition of a right is before they start calling things a right. Yeah. Like I was saying, you don't have the right to tell another individual that they have to give you a medical procedure because that's you as a person, you have that right. To go seek out someone with a stethoscope around their neck and say, I need you to work on me now. Yep. That's not a right. Like, right is like life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. Like, no one should inflict on what is a right in that sense. Mm -hmm. Like, the basic human level rights. I do think a government in our advanced culture in modern society should provide its citizens health care in a form of free health care, Medicare, Medicaid, whatever it is. And they should have on staff government paid doctors. Wouldn't you think that would decrease the quality of the health care, though? That's that's my biggest fear in that is that once you subsidize it in that in that sense, then then you're not I mean, like like you had mentioned this it, to me like it, i i do think if you're rich enough you should be able to pay for higher quality of healthcare, right like you can but i think there should be a standard right i'm definitely gonna say that there i think there should be a public standard yeah for it but yes. there can also be a, a private sector i agree that yeah that, that i 100 like the basic that. person who can't afford health care should have some kind of government and i think it's 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 hard to argue that like healthcare would go down like you're saying like because i think it is already that way in the private system like i think low income areas do have shittier doctors than high income areas already so i don't think that would change with a government system i think it's going to be the same but where would the money come from that's that's my thing is like no but I, i think that would just stay in the private sector yeah and then the public sector would obviously be California has way more fucking tax funding so they can afford better doctors for their area. But they're already bankrupt. <laughs> they can pass laws or whatever. Oh, I know. I think state funding and government funding needs to be fixed on a on a total country level. Yeah. I think that is a whole different issue, though. Mm-hmm. Like funding. Like I think like the whole idea of states funding themselves back in the day was that like we actually made like. We actually made shit. Yeah. We actually made money. Cash crops. Like, that was a real term because people actually made crops. You know? Now everything's imported. In the 1700s. Yeah. And this kind of leans into what I was talking about on another podcast with Sam is that, like, when a lot of this stuff was established in the 1700s, like, it's just different now. Like, yep. states had farms, and they had crops, and they sold to other states, and some states mined, and, like, we were the copper state. You know? That's what we did. What are we What are we importing, exporting now at this point is, is, is the point? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. 
Thank you for summing that up. For no, me. you're my you're high fine. brain. <laughs> that's I'm I'm very ADD too here, so I know we're all over. Yeah, the no, place. that's exactly what I'm saying though. Like it was a it was a different idea back then. Mm-hmm. Like and now it's like California's cash crop would be technology and weed. Maybe <laughs> we, yeah, maybe that is another yeah, solution to it. That I is mean, kind of silly. Maybe to we me that should look at the things we are actually growing as crops and and consuming as a country. That because that yeah yeah I'm I'm not on board with it now, but <laughs> but no, but I mean in, in the past people like I, I, I'm, I'm no no I'm one. I'm on board with with doing that for sure. I just mean consuming it myself, but I I do think that um that that would be a a, a giant boost in revenue for any state you know and, and the fact that that is not being that's really kind of put in the hands of the black market is kind of silly to me you know what i mean that it's a billion dollar industry that we're not capitalizing on here why wouldn't we do that yeah i don't know just kind of that. odd to me um, i don't and, understand why people still have weed dealers yeah and 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 if if like, like there's stores yeah if we're, there if we're, should just be more stores if we're talking about the public if we're talking about states rights you know and, and you're really against that you know if you're against selling drugs you could move to the midwest or somewhere you know nebraska where it's actually you know still federally illegal or or just not you know, or at the state level illegal right so yeah. so i'm more so about regional uh laws than federal what are we looking at Oh, you're not on the camera. I was just oh. looking at the camera. I'm kind of on the camera. I, I can, I can. We just got in. the edge of you a little bit. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just stoned and looking at shit. Oh, you're fine. I didn't want to interrupt you. You're fine. But <laughs> I, I think we differ in ideology all across this country, and we're so large to that to have everything federally dictated now doesn't really make any sense. Oh, I don't think. Yeah, no. See, and that's like. It's like such a, a mess of an issue that I don't think it's going to be one problem or yeah. one solution to fix everything. And and that's, I think that's a big problem in itself. Yep. Yeah. Is that how do you reconcile just that blanket an issue like, and, and fix a lot of the, the country, like funding is a big issue, but funding leads into education problems. Like health is is a big issue, but that's also tied into funding mm-hmm. and it's also tied into, like I'm saying, states don't make money. So it, it's, it's just weird. You know, it's like taxes. Sure. That's how I guess all states just make their money on taxes now. Right. Yep. But the buck has to stop at some point. Here. Yeah, People are, people are gonna not going to increase gonna... them. Yeah. <coughs> I feel like Arizona could lay out, uh, solar panels across the state and start selling energy. Why not? Well, they, I mean, Calif- we, we buy energy from California. Yeah. But like, why can't we generate enough for like 10 States? Yeah. You know, uh, the, I mean the power, like the output production for solar just isn't there yet. I mean, once, once they develop better technology for it, maybe, and and that should so. be, you know, something that we should put as an initiative, but yeah, that's, that's the thing with, well, cause all- they think like ASU self-sustained now. <laughs> Really, I I could be wrong. I don't. I I don't think they'd have enough cons- or uh, But they built to... so many solar panels yeah. on mm-hmm. everything, every yeah. parking garage, every fucking. I think it's supplements for sure. Structure. Yeah, I'm gonna have to Google that because it, it's like um, my my uh, I I'm a big proponent of nuclear power, and that that's probably just because of my dad's background here, working at the plant and being a health physicist. But but to me, it's it's relatively clean energy, you know. Uh, despite that it has nuclear waste, but as long as you nuclear store that energy? appropriate, yeah, I'm it, a big fan. As long as you, as long as you store the waste appropriately here, um, 
you know, don't just spill it into <laughs> into a river, right? Uh, it's safe, you know. And, and and other alternative energy that's out there right now, wind, solar, just doesn't have the <laughs> output that would sustain modern need, right? So, like, again, we could put initiatives for solar to, to make it better over time, but as of right now, it's not a feasible alternative. We need something. Yeah. Definitely not coal. That's <laughs> How do you feel about, um, I don't know, my goal in the next hour is to find shit we disagree on. Yeah. And then hopefully it leads us into more conversations yeah. for future podcasts. I, I, um, I, I'm with healthcare. I, I don't think that that should be controlled by the government. I think that should be totally privatized with, with regulation. I um, just think it should be in a, a modern government given to citizens. I just think it's yeah. one of those things that's like, you know. But how expensive would that be? But it's like... It, to me, it's on the same level um, as a uh, public works. So we get water, electricity. It's sub. It's it's supplied by the government, right? Like, it's just on that level to me. It's it's on that level to me. In going into the next uh, century, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like going into a modern culture for the future. I just feel like, and maybe it's a technological thing. Maybe it needs to get cheaper. Maybe it needs to be less uh, owned by fucking patent restrictions across the board. You know, like that's like, I'm a big fan of like Elon Musk because he opened all Tesla's patents to the public. Yep. He's like, who gives a shit? Like, let's share information. And that's something that they did in uh, World War Two. Was they opened all patents of all the major companies, and that's how we worked to build better bombs and airplanes to beat the Nazis. Is we opened up every freedom of ideas. Yeah, major American company did that. They opened up patents, um, and I think that's something that could really help a lot of areas now in in this century. Like sharing information. I kind of got derailed there. But I just think in a modern society, like taking care of people has to be essential. And I don't know if private companies can supply it. Yep. Um, don't, you, I, don't you think the incentive, not, not only to help, right? Because I, I could get that as, as, a, as a medical professional. But don't you think part of the incentive is how well paid you are to, to going into that career path? Oh, for sure. So if, if it's regulated solely by the government and kind of dictated what you can and can't charge and, and what, what care you can provide. I don't, don't you think that would negatively impact their pay and yeah, the incentive to like become the, a doctor? I feel like you could say the same thing about like lawyers. Like there's lawyers who are huge ballers that make millions. Yep. And that's why they went into that profession to, fucking crush it and then there's the public defender who really just wants to be able to fight for the good exactly so i think there might be enough of a human population to cover all those areas yeah you could cut out all those shitty doctors i was talking about earlier yeah (laughs) who are just in it to you know what i mean like there are doctors who take it upon themselves to learn medicine and then they just go to third world countries and yeah, they hardly make shit their whole lives, but and that's the, what they live. That's for. their purpose, and they feel accomplished just solely based on that. Yeah. yeah. So I I don't know. I mean, maybe there are those ways to address it, you know, on that scale, 
and and have like more public input like i think that is maybe something with technology and information sharing we can do like that's one thing i was talking i don't know who the fuck i was talking about um there needs to be more systems like i think the next evolution into social media is more network sharing instantaneously and what I do don't mean? know what that system looks like, but I mean, like, I should be able to log in and look for someone who, like, doing this podcast, I should be able to go online and find a guest immediately. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what that system looks like. You could. I mean, Skype, Discord, you you already have that. But I mean, instantly. Like, yeah. I mean, not even, like, I put in five minutes of effort and then found them. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, social sharing, like... I have that thought that I want to talk to someone about gun control. Yeah. And there's someone waiting to talk to me about gun control. That's a cool social media platform. Let's hey, wait, let's delete this podcast and then just get on to making that right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, just I, I get what you mean. Like a, just a site where, okay, this is the topic I want to go. Jeremy's here sitting at the mic with, or with this headset on or, or whatever it is. Yeah. And then we are here on, on a Skype or a discord kind of conversation. And we're yeah. here to make that argument. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a great idea. And I mean, and you could apply that to like every field, Mm -hmm. like podcasting, medicine, looking for a doctor who wants to answer my question about this, like, you know, looking for an engineer who wants a job, like whatever it is, like you fucking logged in, you found them like, and that fills jobs quickly. Maybe that helps end the. <clears throat> the unemployment gap, you know, whatever it is. Like, I think some, because social media kind of social engineered us in a way that wasn't really thought of 20 years ago. But 20 years from now, something else is going to happen, right? Something else is going to social engineer us beyond that. And every 20 years or so, something does come like that. It was the telephone, the radio, the television then the internet what's next social media yeah and then what's next after that do you have faith enough in our society that that platform wouldn't just devolve into omegle or (laughs) or one of those other no terrible i don't know i don't i don't know if i have the faith enough i don't know people to to really want that i do but i don't know if the large population as a whole would respect it you know yeah because i because we have platforms similar to that and then people just you know what they do on there <laughs> yeah right? so it's just but it's, it's kind of just one of those phenomenon that yeah. like it almost just happens like facebook just kind of happened yeah you know it's like so many people just got on board and it just happened so i don't even i don't know if we'd have time to even consider it is it going to happen yeah like it's it's just, just, be it just takes over yeah you know what i mean it's like, I don't know. It's like almost like Bitcoin. It's like Bitcoin, like, or something maybe, like that. Yeah, maybe that's that what we disagree explodes. on. I think cryptocurrency is bizarre to me. I think it's fascinating. I don't I don't trust it one bit. <laughs> I don't trust it. I'm yeah. not going to spend my money on no. it. No. Maybe if it, it hits rock bottom and I can buy it cheap, I might spend 100 bucks and see what happens. But what do you, like, where... Other than buying heroin on the Silk Road, what where do you use that as as valid form of currency? Other than than trade with individuals, right? But what are you really trading? You're trading. I mean, and I, I guess money is a abstract concept already. But then this has no actual backing, right? This is this is completely abstract. So maybe you know, maybe I'm just totally ignorant on the subject. But 
I don't I don't really get what you can actually purchase with it and and what the purchasing power of it is despite it being worth 11,000 US dollars right now here per coin. All right, let's uh let's go down the list here. Accepted Bitcoin suppliers, KFC Canada, overstock.com, Subway, Microsoft, Reddit, Virgin Galactic, OkCupid, Namecheap, Cheap Air, Expedia, Newegg. Oh, you can get hotels and computers? Oh, okay. People can buy houses with it now. What? Okay. It exploded, man. Pizzaforcoins.com. Okay. Bitcoincopy.com. Yeah. Grass Hill Alpacas. You're, blo- you're blowing my mind. You can buy an alpaca. Yeah. And I'm not making this up. Like I don't. I don't like. I'm not. I'm pretty sure yeah. this isn't like a fake article, but it says retailers that currently accept Bitcoin. Microsoft users can buy content with Bitcoin on Xbox and Windows. Can you do that? Really? You can buy a game with Bitcoin now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Google that specifically. Let's yeah, answer that question. That's, that's Does Microsoft accept Bitcoin? Yeah. I I don't have an Xbox personally, but I think I would have heard of that. That's just someone trying to get you to buy Bitcoins from their website. <laughs> oh, they stopped. Mm. They lost. Microsoft lost faith in it, too. Microsoft no longer good, accepts Bitcoin. Good job, Balmer. I knew it. Did I say Walmart? No, no, Balmer. Uh, the guy who is the CEO of uh, Microsoft right now. Oh, okay. Steve Balmer. Good Five job. brand name businesses that do currently accept Bitcoin. I need to fucking put 2018 in shut. I wonder why they lost faith in it so quick. I'm not sure. Oh, this was published two days ago. There we go. Overstock.com. I'm going to Google that. Overstock sells computer parts, right? Or, or, or just, are there just an online marketplace in general? I think it's like everything these days. Like, like Amazon or diet Amazon kind of. Mm, this must be what is keeping Bitcoin going right now. Overstock takes Bitcoin. Really? Yep. Okay. Well, okay. So you can use it at a, at a valid retailer at this point then. Expedia takes Bitcoin. Is that only for like particular hotels or flights though? It's like Air China or something? Bitcoin payment is only accepted for hotel bookings at the moment. Ah. It may be expanded to flights in the future. That's what it says. That's not that's not bad. Okay. New egg. I'm gonna Google New Egg. New Egg is a is tech is computers, right? I'm, if I recall correctly, it's just yeah. computer parts. So yeah, maybe I'm just an old man and I don't I don't I don't trust this newfangled technology. But I, I have a friend who who's in finance who really does is a proponent of, of a blockchain or, or whatever the technology it's based off yeah. of, but I just do not comprehend it. I think here, it's so. fascinating. I've, I've read, I've read more about it lately and I think it's fascinating. I don't know if it could take off, but I, part of me hopes it does. Yeah. I think the idea of unregulated money is scary. Yep. But I think maybe that could lead us into what I was talking about for 20 years in the future. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Where you know. Everything is untraceable, free trade between Joe individuals. Joe Rogan made this hilarious fucking thing about it. Like, it's so unregulated. Like, it's so new. Anyone could just decide to make one, right? Yeah, there's Titcoin and... Like, so what if, like, someone like Kendrick Lamar just decided... And this is what Joe Rogan said on his podcast. And he's like, what if he just decided to make Kendrick Lamar dollars? Yeah, you could. Why not? And 
So you just have to convert your U.S. dollars into the Kendrick Lamar dollars, and that's all he accepts to buy tickets for his shows. Duckworth dollars. Or album yeah. sales. <laughs> that's what he gets paid in now. You know? And then would that not help him? Like, you can already convert it U.S. dollars into it. Yeah. And then he could convert his U.S. dollars or his, his, his dollars, dollars to US. US because yeah. people would want his, right? Like he owns it all. And then wouldn't that also promote companies? Like he's like, bitch, I'm Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Sell me a Lamborghini for 250000 Kendrick Lamar dollars and you just sell it back to my system because my fans are buying my money anyway. So they have a, a way of trading the currency back into money too. And then he just has his own currency. That's that's a unique idea. I mean, and then what's that to stop companies like Apple or Google yeah. or Microsoft to have their own currency? Well, what happens when that is, uh, you know, it, it, the, that cult of personality goes south, right? And it's the the Trump dollar, right? Or or someone the the Richard Spencer dollar. But that's the right? thing is, it has to be something so high up that yeah. you want it. Yeah, that that's it's true. a value. PlayStation money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how unstable does the dollar get at that point? Yeah. Or does that make it more stable? Because then the exchange rate's just going all over the place in dollars. Finance majors are listening to us right now and just laughing. My, my oh, I don't comprehension, know shit yeah, about My comprehension finance. is so low. On I'm that. just having stone brain thoughts. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm with you. I, I, I'm with you on that. I just, yeah, <laughs> I'm curious of, of what the effect would be. Um I'm I'm scared of that definitely right because it's uh, the fear of the unknown I really don't understand so I'm I'm really kind of hesitant to go into to any kind of cryptocurrency to buy into that here I'm 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 good with Uncle Sam oh I'm cool with my dollars yeah I'll stick like, with my dollars and that's like something that like to be said about like like do you know what the petrodollar is mm. no. no I'm gonna Google it and Blow read my it mind here yeah um from my understanding. Petrodollar um, is the established currency for oil in the Middle East. And I could be getting this fucking wrong. Because, um, okay, so Nixon, um, I'm going to just fucking read it. Let's yeah. have a history lesson. After the collapse of the Bretton Woods gold standard in the early 1970s, the U.S. struck a deal with Saudi Arabia to standardize oil prices to dollars. Through this deal, the petrodollar system was born along with a paradigm shift away from pegged exchange rates and gold-backed currencies to non-backed floating rate regimes. The petrodollar system elevated the U.S. dollar to the world's reserve currency. And through this status, the U.S. is able to enjoy persistent trade deficits and become a global economic hegemony. The petrodollar system also provides the United States financial markets with a source of liquidity and foreign capital inflows through petrodollar recycling. However, before the effects of the petrodollar on the U.S. dollar can be examined, a brief history lesson is in order. So it's essentially an oil-based or oil-backed currency instead of a gold-backed currency? So how it works is the oil companies in the Middle East demand all foreign currencies get converted into Into the U.S. dollar 
to buy oil. Oh, okay. Our dollar is the petrodollar. Yeah. Right? So what happens when we lose that? Yeah. If you've ever heard of, like, the conspiracy of, like, how the U.S. economy could crash again, that's the biggest one, is that we lose standing of the petrodollar, and we have to convert all our money into Chinese Chinese, to buy fucking oil. And we're fucked. And China owns the global economy. And people don't understand... That's why Trump opened eight hotels in Saudi Arabia during his campaign. Yeah, yeah. Because we need the fucking oil. That's how we survive. And people don't get that because of the petrodollar. Until alternative energy becomes feasible, maybe. Maybe. But but for now. But is that going to happen while we're in control? No, probably not. Doesn't the U.S. kind of have a vested interest in in most technologies in energy? Have you ever heard about that guy who created that car that ran on water? I don't know if I buy that. But yeah, I've, I've heard about. It. Yeah, that's a, are are you are you a conspiracy guy? My wife would oh, love yeah, this I segment. Love him. Yeah, I love them. Oh, she would love this. But segment. I just think like it, it's interesting that like we had people studying these things and they all get paid off to shut up about it. Yeah, you know, because we can't go away from oil. Why don't we have electronic cars running the streets? Because we can't go away from oil. We almost do. What about your boy Elon? It'll never He's happen. He's getting there. You think they're going to assassinate Elon? I would say in the next 50 years, it'll never happen. Really? That every car runs on electricity. You think Elon's mysteriously going to have get poisoned or something like no, that? It's not die. up to him. It's up to yeah. the the sods. Like, those people are worth trillions of dollars. Yeah. Like, they run on royalty and kings. Like, people say, like, Jeff Bezos is the most rich man in the world. He's just the most rich on record. Yeah. Those Saudi kings don't have to report their income. There's literally an estimate that a guy over there is worth trillions of dollars. Oh, my goodness. Because because he's an oil baron? Yeah. I think that's delving into the conspiracy. End. <laughs> no, I promise it's real? you. Like, it's real. Like, the guy is over there. <clears throat> I'm going to fucking Google it. Let me, let me give me this name. I could see it. I, I don't think it's not. I don't think it's unfeasible that that, that could happen, but just seems bizarre to me and they and they kind of do dictate our policy i think that was that was my kind of biggest struggle with last uh our last election cycle is that is that both are kind of controlled by foreign interests it's it's a little terrifying to me why isn't king solomon listed as the richest man alive his oil company saudi aramco is worth at least 1.4 trillion dollars is that from the Free Thought Project, though? Where <laughs> this is from the Washington Post. Where is this from? Uh, this article is from Corda.com. It's a blog post. It looks like mm. that's that's one thing that I have a problem with now is that, is that a lot of uh, information is not verified. You know, you just take it from. Oh, I'm with you. Yes, um, I'm not about saying you in general, shit, but 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure and that's what I mean. I'm sure, but but a lot of people I think just go to snap reactions immediately from one article that they read here that might <coughs> not come from the most. Oh, um, I'm, I'm I'm absolutely with you. Like they read the headline a lot of times here, and they don't really read the content or the meat of the article or any kind of source. What website did you make fun of? Free Thought Project. That's oh, that's this the was one. Investopedia. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, sounding. that's. 
I always, uh, when I'm on social media, it's like the free thought project for people who are, who align with like the left and then people who align with the right is like Breitbart or, you know, like something like that. How about CBS News? Is that legit? Okay, I'll take CBS News. An undisclosed fortune. The wealth of the widespread Saudi royal family is tied up in the country's diverse assets. An estimated value of $1.4 trillion. It's unclear how much of that wealth is attributed to Salman himself. But his half-brother and royal predecessor was worth an estimated eighteen billion dollars alone. So that well, see that that's a lot more uh, in the realm of possibility, right? Because we're not—he's talking about eighteen billion dollars as opposed to him himself. But is that's worth the, trillions. That's the king's brother. Yeah, who just worked IT for the <laughs> for their company or something like, like that. But yeah, that's a, it's like I'd be like Trump's brother. Yeah, Trump's okay, brother's yeah. worth eighteen billion. So what's Trump worth? I could see that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like Trump's kids are worth eighteen billion. So what's Trump's what's, worth? What's dad worth? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think we can inflate it to a larger level. I think people don't understand like how our currency is fucking working right now. No, I don't. I truly don't. Like, and that's what I think is uh, jumping back on the shark yeah. after we jumped off it. That's the appeal of cryptocurrency. That's the appeal of cryptocurrency. Yeah. Is it unregulated? You None know this king's bullshit on oil. But what happens when the guy pulls out of his Dogecoin and the, it's all gone? You know, I'm not sure. I think I think the stability, or I mean, I guess the trust I have in our, well, maybe it shouldn't be there here, but the tr- the trust I have in our government here to not fully collapse is there, as as opposed to something that's really just entirely made up by someone in their basement, right? Totally. I don't trust a, a, a coin that's named after a meme that originated on Reddit. I think it's fascinating, though. You, you, you got you got Doge coins in your portfolio, or not me? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't. I have never bought cryptocurrency. I'm not going to. Yeah. Maybe one day. I will. Yeah. I think if I might be forced stupid, to. If I have stupid yeah. money to throw around, I'll buy some. But no, I think it's fascinating on that level of. The global economy is propped up on stilts on oil. Mm-hmm. And what happens? When that goes away. When that goes we away. We have to move away from that at some point. I mean, obviously, you at some point it's going to... so, right? Well, it's going to be tapped out at some point. It's like, we have to... And I think it's funny people disagree that it's because of dinosaur bones. <laughs> It'll be bled dry eventually, though, but... It will be, right? Yeah. Sometimes. So it has to... Something has to change. And what damage are we doing to the earth? Yeah. Like people say, a lot of people say sinkholes could be because we're draining oil out of the ground and it's just shifting. Oh, creating giant chasms in the, in the core. Yeah. Yeah. So like, is it possible these oil fields just fall into the ground eventually because we're creating such a rift and that it's just going to pull them all down? Well, that only happens in South America and the Middle East. So, do we do we need to worry? Yeah, we but we're doing it in the ocean soon, yeah, right? Didn't, yeah, yeah. Didn't Trump just approve that? Yeah, we're doing uh, offshore drilling soon. I think that's nuts. Yeah, it's a little risky. Ah, uh, I think we got to take care of the oceans too. What if there's like an ocean people out there that'll come take care of it? Aquaman is <laughs> exists. Yeah, fuck really? yeah, those fairies and shit. Have you seen uh, any Aquazer, yeah. Have you seen any of those like fake documentaries they make? Like that fake no. one they made on mermaids? Oh goodness. That was like no. actually on TV. Mm-hmm. Like it was no. like on history or discovery or oh, something. Oh, history is okay, but history is not history anymore. I yeah, hate, but I hate that channel. Dude, like you know that, but a lot of people don't. Yeah. 
It's and they have a show on mermaids. It's like fictional, yeah. But it's like this dude sees a mermaid washed up on shore, and he's recording it on his camera, and that's how it begins. And it's then his it's wife like, in a weird suit. But they, yeah. they come up with this whole scientific explanation of how like modern day humans, like ten thousand so years ago. Like some just started going into the sea and living out there and eventually like evolved, evolved into yeah. tails and started swimming and like they, they do like this whole thing was on TV and I was watching it and I was like, this is so fucking stupid. I was like, oh my God. But it's like people are buying it though. Yeah. It's on the same level to me as people think the earth is flat. You know what I'm saying? That's bad. So how do like at least, at least with mermaids you have the unknown here with with. But how are you allowed to say mermaids don't exist? Maybe when people are saying the Earth is flat, like legit people, like rappers on Twitter are encouraging their fans yeah. by saying the Earth is flat these days. I like how Elon blew them the fuck out with the picture of the spaceman in the car with the Earth right behind him. But they probably say it's Doctor oh, or something. They they totally can explain how that's fake, dude. <sighs> It's it's just really just a, a a guy in a studio here. That was super faked, bro. It was faked. It's so fake. I can't take you that. You can't tell me that was real, bro. <laughs> I, can't, I can't take that. Really. I'm just kidding. No, I, know, yeah, I, I, know I do you. not think that the Earth is flat. Just to preface, yeah, we we're both spherical Earth supporters. Um, yeah, young Jamie sells those shirts. I really want to buy one. Round Earth shill. <sighs> Have you I'll seen t- those? I'll take that. No, I'll buy that, though. I want to buy that shirt so bad. Because they joke about how people call them out online. Like, J- the him and Joe. Earth people. Yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. like, you guys get paid by the government to say the earth is round. Like, you're in on it. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're in on it. So he made those we shirts. Just, we just read, guys. That's all. And it's like the emoji with, like, the money eyes, I think, on the shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd love that. One thing I did, I did want to talk to you about, because I. Yeah, um, let's do it. Uh, is is gun control because that's that's a big hot button thing right now here and I don't I've never shot you know I've never discharged a firearm in my life but to me I I am very pro gun in the in the sense of like I think people should be armed I think uh, you have the right to defend yourself here against uh, you know just the individual or government tyranny and I think a, a lot of people are proposing these ideas that aren't going to really change the things that they're looking to change right. Um, to me, I don't, I don't see how you stop someone from losing their mind and purchasing a weapon that can cause that type of destruction that they're trying to cease. Because if you limit that, the either production or the sale of that firearm, they're going to get it from somewhere else. I think you open up a black market immediately. Uh, if you, if you, if you limit the purchase of something that someone wants, they're going to find a way to purchase that. Right. So I don't really see anything that you could propose that would stop these people from any kind of limitation or legislation of sale that would stop these people from achieving their end goal of of mass destruction or or murder. Right. I agree. There's an argument that evil people will always find it. Yeah. a means to be evil. I don't, I don't see how you stop that. And, and I read, I did read, but not from free thought project from, from the Washington post. It was, it was challenging. Marco Rubio said a few years ago that any of the gun laws that would have been proposed wouldn't have stopped a mass killing. It wasn't Sandy hook, but it was, it was somewhere around that time or a couple of years after, I think 2014. And the guy from the Washington post went down every 
proposed legislation here that was under the Obama era for gun control, and none of them would have stopped any of the mass shooters from, from achieving their end goal. So it's just like, what really can be done to stop this? And if you fully outlaw something, you're immediately opening a black market for someone to sell that, right? I agree. And then instead of that going back into the American economy and law-abiding you know, gun store owners, right? It's just going to somebody who's going to be using that money for further nefarious purposes. So it's like, what do you really do to stop that? And and I see everyone arguing about mental health. And that, to me, is, is the way to go, is, is, is more stringent checks into people's status. Like, if you, if you want to regulate gun ownership, maybe, uh, like, again, a deeper background sh- check into their mental health check-ins, maybe one or two years here as far as their... Uh, but I, I don't want to limit people's freedoms. I don't. I don't want you know someone's job to be monitoring someone's social media or their communication in some fashion here and limiting what they can say and then restricting their rights based on that. But when you look at that kid who just did um, what he did in Parkland, you know that that's a pretty telltale. I, I would I would probably limit his his access to firearms at this point. I agree. So what do you do? You know, and and I'm coming from the perspective <clears throat> of someone. Don't break into my house, guys. But uh, I don't have any firearms. I've never discharged a firearm, but it's to me the if you want that, you should be able to purchase that. He owns a lot of guns. He's lying. I do. I'm just kidding. No, um, no, I'm with you there. I don't. I don't know if any proposed answers to this point are the answer. Um, I'm definitely not, and I think that's what a lot of people need to understand. Is I don't think a lot of people are saying people need to give up their guns and turn mm-hmm. them in. I think a lot of people just need to be more conscientious of the fact that they're too easy to get and there's an issue with that. And I think what you said is it, it is mental health. And 80% of the people, I'm guessing, that commit these things are mental health issues. Yeah. I think a small percentage are fucking people just... Who could who could lie on every test and just and yeah. are just committed to fucking killing people? Yep, and it's never going to change. And that's people like that in society will always exist. Yeah, and, and to me, I look, I look. This is again, I I try to get stuff from reliable sources. This also from the Washington Post. It's like since the I think the '60s, they quantified how many of these mass shootings happen per year here, where it's one individual or two individuals killing more than four people in one sitting, and, and I think the average was three per year. Right, so how For do sure. you how do you really stop three people from you know without complete control and monitoring of their thought you know thought policing everything that they're doing? How do you stop them from absolutely just snapping one day and finding the means to commit these acts? Right, and I, I think what you said about it being a little too easy to achieve these firearms here maybe is something you could do again again. But there there are already, to my understanding, pretty. De- you know stringent background checks here that really wouldn't have applied or done anything and even in this kid's case right for sure what's what's documented on him as far as like i think there's anything that would prevent a gun owner from making that sale if he comes in as a normal looking person who just wants to buy this firearm yeah what really would have been documented even with his mental health history that would have precluded him from buying that gun what what would have i I don't there's interesting like proposals people have for like different things and i think a lot of it just comes from uneducated people who don't understand a lot of different areas that goes on with i mean we're talking about how could we uh 
you know, make healthcare regulated by the government, right? But people want to say you need to register all guns, uh, get a license like your car. You have to register insurance. You have to have maintenance checks on it, stuff like that. There, people are proposing that. But then you're also leading into who's going to fund that. Yeah. And who regulates it? Do states regulate it? Then everyone has different firearm regulations. No one's up to any kind of code. No one's, yeah, any Guns standard. are different. Standards are different. And what's, like, what's to stop Idaho or some, you know, somewhere here where, where they're... Well, and like, like the big thing is funding. It's like yeah. where are you going to... Like there's DMVs everywhere. You're going to make gun centers everywhere? Hi, welcome to America. Gun centers on the left. DMVs on the right. And are people really going to abide by that at this point? Do you think that they'd really, with their existing firearms, do you think they'd no. really, I don't, I don't think so. No. I don't think. It, I think you're going to, if you ban them, you create a black market. If you try to regulate it more, maybe it helps. 21 years old is not a bad age to buy a gun. Yeah. I would argue that, especially if you can't drink until you're 21. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, do we move the military age up to 21? Because you're going to tell an 18-year-old they can carry a AR and go into war, but they can't buy a firearm once they Once they're back at home, yeah. I think that's an interesting one because I'm also kind of for the drinking age being 18. Really? As it is in other countries yeah. like Germany. Because like, I think our stigma with alcohol is that it's just – abnormal in households and people treat it like it's an addictive thing and it needs to be like uh kind of shunned mm-hmm. but it is like the one thing you allow in your household that is addictive that you drink in front of your kids pretty much out in the open yeah so why don't you teach your kids about it when they're young responsibly instead of telling them and and making them want it more like german kids they drink bitter beer which is which is literally but as far beer. as i've heard from my friends who have lived there when they were kids um or teenagers like they drink beer like at dinner with mm-hmm. their family yeah when my, they're 13 my wife's half german they they have they have something called bitter beer which is like two you know like one percent alcohol beer yeah. that that children will drink and then and then as they age they'll you know they'll have a beer with the, with the family and, and it's, but it helps it's culturally them. accepted yeah like accept it and I, I feel like it helps them be less likely to abuse it <laughs> abuse it when they hit 21 mm-hmm. and kids who have never tasted alcohol before are passing out drunk in college because they've never fucking had alcohol you know and i guess who really isn't drinking in high school <laughs> these days i think i think that uh it, it, I, I think I took my first drink when I was 16 or so. I did a lot worse shit in high school. Yeah. 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 I, th- <laughs> I think, yeah, I think 16 is the first time I took a drink and, and, you know, and then, and then I guess you're opening up oh, more. I was 13 for sure. Yeah. I think, well, I think my, when I was 14, my dad gave me like a sip of beer when I graduated eighth grade. He's like, oh, try uh, this. And I hated it. The first time I threw a party and got shit faced, I was 13. <laughs> For sure. I was, I was, sorry, I was, sorry, I was, a, mom. I was a good Christian boy. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I've but been so was, open with my mom since I've like become an adult. Yeah, it's probably bad. Yeah, that's what we we were talking with with my dad at dinner about all the times we, 
used to puke in high school and <laughs> do stupid decisions and then yeah, that's just odd to to get to know your parents like that kind of right as an adult here now you get to hear those stories then it's they very tell different. you stuff that they did yeah like okay fucking get this one this is special Let's go. apparently it's in the lake havasu museum mm-hmm Apparently in the seventies, and I want to get back to gun control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, we're fine. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Apparently in the seventies, these fucking high school kids built this massive houseboat out of like spare lumber and supplies that they stole around town, and built this fucking party boat and built it all through high school. And by the end, they had like a fucking working chimney and shit on oh, it. Nice. Like they had like like it was a legit like houseboat looking fucking thing. I still don't know what it looks like. You gotta um, go to the museum. But then. the guy told me to go look at it in the museum. So we like I met this dude like my dad's high school age. Yeah. My dad was like the first graduating class from Lake Havasu High. <laughs> um and uh this guy was telling me about this fucking houseboat and I was like, Yeah, fucking right. Yeah, right, dude. bro. Like, are you serious? <laughs> like he told us a story about how one time the smokestack was so high. They were dragging it out to the water and it got stuck on the telephone line and they ripped it down and they were like super scared about getting caught. So they like booked it to the lake yeah. and got the houseboat in the water. Um, but I was like, yeah, fucking right. Bullshit. And then I asked my dad about it and he's like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That was a thing. Yeah. I was on that a couple of times. Yeah. It was cool. And I'm like, what? Like it's bizarre. What dude? What? Yeah. I'm like, what did you do in high school, man? Yeah, my my dad grew up in San Diego, so like, uh, he got to pop over to TJ all Tijuana all the time when he was a kid here. So, so I, he I can't imagine. How, yeah, I can't imagine how fun that was. Really, yeah. And that was back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fifties and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he well, he's forty nine was when he was born, so it was late sixties. So, so yeah, yeah, it was, it was. I couldn't imagine how fun that was. Fucking a. Yeah. <laughs> was your dad like a hippie? Um, I don't know if he was a hippie. He definitely, uh, I mean, long he, hair, smoking, yeah, he, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked like this, like how I, how I look now. Oh, he's a hippie. Uh, yeah, he had, he had the long hair, the flower uh, but, children. But he was, he was a, I, I, from what I understand, he, I mean, he, he had his fun here, but then he, he focused on school a lot. That's badass. Yeah, it's because, because he didn't, he didn't stray too far from the path. He, I think he graduated college when he was twenty three. Uh, had a health physics degree, so like. Well, he got his master's at 25. Health what? Health physics. So like Health physics. Yeah. So he worked uh, and still does work as like a like a consultant. Well, now he works consulting, but he worked at the power plant for 25 years. And um, ba- basically what health physics is, is like um, people who work at, in nuclear, um, at, at nuclear facilities here can get exposed to radiation, right? And as a health physicist, your job is to ensure that they're not exposed to too much and to identify why they were exposed to too much here and maintain that. Right. So, so his Damn. job was, was just essentially to do, do He's that. Making sure Chernobyl diaries doesn't <laughs> happen in real life. That that's a myth. I don't think, yeah, that, that was just poor engineering of the, that's of fucking the cool though. Yeah. That's it, some super nerdy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he was, your dad yeah. sounds like a super smart guy. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Highly sure. intelligent. Yeah. So I got, that's I got so a little cool. bit of it from him, but not, a, not a heck of a lot. <laughs> that's so cool. I want to get back on the gun issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were uh, what were we saying about that? Really, what what do you do? I guess is is oh, what right, 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 what right. feasible action can you take I to think... stop something like that? Because I, I think everyone gets very emotional about that here, and, and 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 then accuses someone who questions their not their motive, but questions the the 
the feasibility of, of you actually being able to stop something like that here. And they, and they, they, they question you and label you as kind of heartless. And that's not what I'm trying to come at. Of course, that's, that's horrible. I don't want anything like that to happen. But what I'm saying is how do you reliably actually stop that? Right. What do you do? I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. I think age is one 21 would be, I don't, it could be a start, but what happens from what, what stops me from buying the gun and selling it to that kid? Not me, not me in particular, but but you know what I mean. But what stops nothing? An adult? But then at least you're responsible for the act that they made. Yeah, you know. But what what if I reported as stolen? Then you're not, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it's then a, you you're know, a liar. What if I'm a straw buyer and I just yeah, I purchase it and sell it and report it as stolen, and then now this mass murderer has it, right? I don't know. I guess that's it's, there's 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 a lot of what ifs for yeah. sure, and I don't know if there is one answer, but I think age could help. Um, people mm-hmm. say that like, you know, arming teachers, people are fucking delusional. I'll tell you right now, if you think arming teachers is the answer, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. Asking a teacher who mostly these days are women below the, I'm going to guess the height of five, seven to carry firearms around children. You're delusional. And, and be, be a first responder in the sense of when something goes and off, they're supposed having- to jump in the way and yeah. shoot, you're mm-hmm. going to ask them to be a hero. Yeah. That's not what they signed up for. Like, they, you're asking people yeah. to ignore human reason in flight or fight scenarios. Mm-hmm. Most people are going to fight. Mm-hmm. They're going to run, man. Like that is, that's what people do. I, I did read that. That is that. why people are trained to be police officers and sign up for those roles because they're trained to go into those situations. Did you read about the school resource officer at Parkland though? Who didn't do anything about yeah, it? Yeah, Cause I, I get again, like if, if it's just, you know, I'm teaching, right. And my goal in life was to teach and help develop children, right. And help developing minds. I get why I didn't, I would, what was his excuse? I, I, I don't know. Uh, to me, he resigned here and didn't they didn't really say anything about that here. I think, I think he was, waiting for backup or something like that if i recall correctly but which is arguably reasonable yeah but you're you're allowing lives to that's true. expire during that time right and and your job is to cease that right but uh, at the same time but arming teachers is crazy to me that's not their that's not their job that's not see, their I, focus i kind of want to and my buddy dan um tomorrow i kind of want to get his opinion on it too because he's someone who has been in a situation who he's gotten shot at i imagine he was in the military yeah Yeah. Yeah. and i just want to know if people on his unit ever freaked out and failed i I can't imagine they they would not have yeah because i imagine that is the same as that resource officer Mm -hmm. he'd never been in that situation before he didn't know how to handle it he thought he he was he was not well trained He has never been in the environment before, and he he froze up, you know. I can't imagine that wouldn't. I mean, maybe not in Dan's personal experience, but I I would imagine that it happens that, that's in the military. Yeah. It has to, right? And those people are more trained than anyone ever. So to expect so that for me, education for me is someone who has carried a firearm regularly, mm-hmm. and I have taken it into movie theaters, and I have taken it shopping, and I have walked around with a gun on my hip before or concealed. I don't know if I could be that person yeah. to save the kids getting shot at. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let alone someone who ju- who has an education degree and just wants to to teach kids math. Exactly. Right? Like I don't know if I would be the person who ran towards the gunfire even when I was armed. Yeah. So like I don't know if I can blame that guy. It's true. Yeah. You know, I think it's shitty, and I think it because he literally did sign up for that. In the I sense think he should lose his job. Yeah, for sure. Because I guess he should guess, never be allowed to do that job again. Yeah. I'll say that. Because mm-hmm. as a school resource officer, I guess you're not really expecting a lot of violence like that. You're you're expecting maybe like fights between children and exactly you know, someone brings pot to campus or or right. selling coke or something. You know, something right. that maybe that's the extreme that you get is is that there's you know, drug abuse or something like that on campus or, or a, a brawl between a few students, but not really any kind of active shooter situation yeah. here. So I guess, I guess I can, it's defensible in that case, but, but again, yeah, he, he shouldn't maintain his job at that point. Yeah. It's one of those situations. Like I try to see it from both angles and yeah. put myself in that guy's mm-hmm. shoes. And I totally understand people are upset at him mm-hmm. and he failed to do his job. And I get that. But at the same time, I don't, I can't blame the guy. Yeah, I I would I would puss out in that situation. I can, I can reliably say that I would here, like, but but that's why I wouldn't expect a teacher to do the same. Like, yeah, I couldn't do that. Yeah. So what and do you maybe do? maybe you know maybe Dan will tell me tomorrow that no that doesn't happen in the military. Yeah. Fuck no. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely not. Everyone does their job. That's yep. why they're in the military. Maybe maybe that's how we need to treat it here. I don't know. You know, do police officers need more training? Maybe I'll get one on here. You yeah, know? I don't know. I'd like to talk to one. I have a couple friends who are. I mean, I don't know, I don't know if they would do it, but I could see that. I, don't know. I, I have one him. who's a correctional officer down yep. here, but not like a street cop. Yeah, I have, I have two friends who work uh, Hilo River, which is is crazy. Like, I'm just I'm curious how many people, <clears throat> even cops, long term have seen shootings like that. Mm-hmm. Like have like have a lot of cops. 10 years on the force even seen a shooting like that ever that could say depends on the area that could say they wouldn't react the same as that resource mm-hmm. officer you know yeah i'd say i'd say if you work in phoenix you probably have but probably yeah maybe not like in a. upstate connecticut or something <laughs> maybe yeah i don't know yeah it's such a delicate issue though man mm-hmm. like that guy i feel for that guy bad yeah but the gun debate is like, yeah, like that kid bought his gun legally. I understand he said a lot of things online that were negative. He said a lot of things and actually got reported to the FBI by someone. Yeah, that that's the biggest drop ball of the whole situation is is that is that, you know, he's he's had so many police interactions here and then it got taken to the level of, of federally and nothing was done about it, right? But I just want to know how many calls they get every day. And how many are just like him? And I want to know. So I see this from both angles. I'm not upset at the FBI. But at the same time, I am. Because I think if stereotypes were different, it would have been different. I think if they called and said he was Arabic. Yeah, yeah, if he's Islamic. yeah, It would have been a different story. Mm -hmm. And I think that sucks. If but he, I think that's the truth about it. If if his posts in, on Facebook or whatever were instead of being kind of because uh, I, I think he was a white nationalist, right? If I'm if I'm I think so. If if it, this was is Islamic, uh, well not you know just ideology, right? I, I could see that totally flipping the script and them actually taking that seriously and being credible about it. Right? Like, what are their standards for screening? And I get it. Like, I don't even know. See, and that's like something I wondered about that story. Like, I don't even know how to call the FBI. 
Well, they have a field office everywhere. Sure. Yeah, every major city. But do you know how sure. to call them? You Google it, I'm sure. Sure. You give a quick Google. But, like, I want to know, like, did they report it to the local cops first and they refused to do anything? So some lady called the FBI. Like, I haven't read up on that whole or, story. Or was it the local police that said, hey, this might be a credible threat. We can't really do anything about it. Exactly. But you should, like, I don't know what happened there. You should, you should use your scope to address that. Yeah. Because me as a normal sane person, mm-hmm. I would call the cops first, 911. Yeah. And, like, so did that happen? And they were like, we can't really do anything for you. Try the FBI. And maybe as a society, do we need to come up with a third party here? Do we need something before local or between local law enforcement and FBI? That's so scary, though. Like, that's so authoritarian like to me. local that's, threats that's, at home yeah like, i don't i don't know what they're going to be called well you but have a homeland security i guess sure and that they have an office everywhere or well, i mean most major metropolitan it's, cities it, it's just like a lot of people get on the fbi i think a lot of people just want someone to blame yeah and i think a there's lot only of one that, and it's the kid yeah yeah a lot of that for me is you got to blame the kid that did it and like you want to blame the nra why? For being a bunch of white fucks who like guns? They're a political party, basically. Yeah. They fund so much stuff. Like, y- you're going to blame them for one, like, a kid shot some people and it's the NRA's fault. No, it's the kid's fault. Like, we got to yeah. stop living in this society where we blame everyone else for other people's actions. Like, someone goes crazy and kills a bunch of people. That's their fault, man. Yeah. You can't blame his mom. You can't blame his friends. You can't blame the FBI. Like... Is that kid's fault? Yeah, we could try to do shit to stop it from happening again. And his mom, seemingly from everything I read, did try to stop him from going down that path. Well, that's what a lot of people don't understand. He had a foster family. Recently, had his own biological parents with his own parents. Well, no, uh, from what I understood, it was like his his biological parents gave him up or or whatever, and he lived with that his mom or you know his his foster mother but he had a foster a family young... and she died or someone died when he was 16 and then he's been in a different family from oh really i thought i thought 16. he i thought he i thought they she died in november so of this like year disturbed 17 i could be getting it wrong but th- he's been like living with a different family mm-hmm. since she died yeah, i know that he's been yeah extra disturbed mm-hmm. since then and like no one fucking caught on to it i i thought the story was like the the background is his his mother and father, or I mean, the, his foster parents originally got got him, and then the foster father died when he was six or seven, and then he was just living with the mother for the last ten years, and then she per- passed away in November twenty seventeen, I think, and then he was staying with a, another family or foster, like a, like a family friend or something, for the last three months. That's what I got, but but I could be wrong for sure. Maybe but, maybe that's it. But 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 either way, it's just like to, to for everything I read about his mother, she tried to do anything in her power to stop him from losing his mind, you know, and, and to keep, get him on the right path, get him some mental health, but you can't force him into going into a health, uh, into a health facility unless he does actually does something. So just, you know, his totally. thoughts and, and I, I, I have to kind of align with that. You can't really put you somebody police thoughts. Yeah. So, so unless he minority in, report until <laughs> 1984, um, you got to read that book, man. Um, I'm gonna fucking read it. I'm gonna fucking put it in my. But it, it, that that that's just always funny to me because because really the same people who love that book all, often want to enforce Orwellian policies to 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 support their ideals. But when it doesn't support their ideals, when it's when it's uh, against theirs, then it's wrong. Here, but but if if it's okay to restrict rights, if it if it the means to the end or the end to the means is justified, right? 
You can get the paperback at Barnes and Noble for one ninety nine. Oh yeah, it's a it's a it's a classic, man. <laughs> um, I actually do have a funny story about that book. I bought the audio book. Yeah. On Audible, you should still have it then. You I do. Listen. It's in French. Oh. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah, you have to learn French. I fucked up. I started listening to it like a month ago. It just reminded me because you brought it up. And I was like, fuck, I got the fucking French version. And I used my like free credit on it or whatever. And yeah. I'm not going to pay $20 for that. Yeah, I know. But um, yeah, I'm not too sure if there is. I think there's other countries who are, who are doing some cool stuff with gun control. Um, one country. And I think, like we were talking about, it's hard to just address the issue with one like simple answer. Mm-hmm. But like one country, I can't remember what country it is. They have a mandatory military uh, it Israel? service. It might be. It's like two years. Mm-hmm. But everyone gets a rifle. Sounds like Israel or maybe Switzerland. It might be Switzerland. Cause it could, but I, I had a friend who kind of addressed this with me with Israel and like how they're how, how, like their gun laws. But I think the culture there is different, right? Not only are the they for sure different, are they under actual constant like military threat all the time mm-hmm. right here? So there, there's not for a whole sure. lot of infighting and, and, and everything like that. But our culture is so vastly different. And I think a lot of people kind of blame gangster rap for this, but it's kind of dated back here to me to even like Frank Sinatra is that we do kind of glorify gangster violent culture and we've done so for the last 80 years. Right. And that's only kind of progressed in it further and further. So the, the gun culture not only is just, you know, for hunting or defense is more so like, like masculine and bravado. Right. It's, it's more so like cool to, to like have a gun and fire it and pop it off. You know what I mean? Like, it's so fucking cool, man. Yeah. Do you want to go shooting sometime? Yes. Yeah. I've never. I've never. You do? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm not opposed to it. I've just Let's never been. In, I've never been in the situation of doing so. Right. Yeah. Me and Sam have been talking about shooting for a while now. We yeah. need to go now that the weather's not hot as fuck. Yeah. I've never. Yeah. You just never had, had one. It, it was like we. I think we had a like a gun in our house, like a one rifle, but it was just oh, never shit. like you know never a part of me. Yeah. My, let's make it happen. I'm gonna have to call some of my friends, and I don't have like a huge variety yeah. of shit. Yeah. I mean. But something is something. Yeah. No, we need like a couple shotguns and at least yeah. a couple rifles to try. See, we need to see, have fun. If we're going to go out, we got to do it. See how cool this is? I don't think they talk like this in Israel. That's why. <laughs> that's All why right. That's, that's fair. <laughs> but so what I was but, saying with that is there's some other countries just doing different shit. Yeah. And I don't know if that's the right answer for us, for what you're saying culturally. But I mean, that in particular, they arm every man mm-hmm. because they have to serve in the military. And they all get a rifle and they keep the rifle and it's maintained by the government for the lifetime of the rifle. I'm pretty sure. I think that's Switzerland. Switzerland is I what think you're it talking is about. Switzerland. And, and to me, and, that, that and makes more sense. They all are trained with the weapon. Mm-hmm. They all respect firearms. They've all been trained in the military. And I'm not saying America needs to become a militarized country like that where we fucking. But I'm saying that might answer some other uh, fucking issues too across the board. It really could. It might. It might teach discipline. It might teach people to respect each other more. Yeah. Patriotism towards the country, respecting the flag, shit like that. But at the same time, I'm not sure we could force everyone into that. I, I think that's beneficial. And 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 to me, when you say that that military service is mandatory, a lot of people probably go to right right off the bat, like, oh, I'm going to be sent, you know, shipped overseas no, and be in combat. It's like, not no, you could be you could be a, a communications engineer or a, a business a analyst, janitor. right? Or yeah, or or just uh, like part of the band, right? You Dude, know, yeah. But you get the training. 
you get the understanding, you get the education. Yeah. Of, of, uh, and I, I think that bolsters patriotism too. Yeah. I, but I, I don't see, I, I think that's fine. You know, and, and, and but I it, think it but could one be one to two solution years. maybe. Yeah. But yeah, and, and that's not like, and that's just like, and people are like, no, mandatory military service? What the fuck does that mean? And I'm I don't mean mandatory it. military service in the sense that, like, you're going to go to boot camp yeah. and you're going to go off to war. I mean, like, it could be your senior year of high school. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. That is your year of military service. You're mm-hmm. going to go to a military school. You're going to learn the military stuff, firearms, everything like that. You're going to get a job the last six months. Mm-hmm. You're going to go somewhere for six months and serve and do a job. You know, maybe it's an 18th month thing. You do a year of school and then six months on the job and, and then, then you're done. Then you have on the job training like we, we talked about last time. Dude, you, yeah. you actually have That could work be the experience. solution also. And then if you want to go to college, go to college afterwards. For and whatever you, you work did. Work experience yeah. doing whatever in the military. Yeah, because you could, that, I mean, the military does have physicians. They have engineers. They have chemists you know they they you you can oh, really yeah, literally be anything so so if you have that tra- got top secret weird shit too going on in yeah the desert uh, that's it. what i'll call my wife about i that like aliens do you believe in aliens um we're going from firearms to aliens yeah, well i do but i don't believe they've ever been here i th- I, I i think Uh-oh. it's i think it's kind of absurd to say that there's no life everywhere anywhere in the universe because like life could be that there's a single-celled organism on one of the moons of jupiter that we haven't been to yet right and to think about how vast space is, to think that there's no any organism anywhere else is just absurd to me. But I don't think they've been here. Because why, if they're capable of interspace travel, would they not communicate with us in any fashion, in any meaningful way, unless they, uh, they I guess the argument that always comes up is, is they don't think we're worthy enough th- of that quite yet here to actually make meaningful contact with us. So I don't think they've been here, though. Maybe. I don't know either. You think the pyramids were <laughs> created by aliens and dropped here? Or oh my God! Stonehenge. Is I want a, them to be is a crop circle or whatever. I got multiple theories on the pyramids. For go, sure. let's go. Go. I think. Oh, I think they were just built we by slaves in Egypt, like the history books. Have. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think. I think people's modern understanding of intelligence is off, and I think people back then were far more advanced than we give them credit for. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And I think it's a hundred percent possible. They had mathematicians who were far smarter than the calculus and shit we do now. It could be a different type of math that we haven't even reinvented again, that they designed the pyramids in such a way that we still can't figure out. Cause and we that, still can't figure it out. Yeah, and that was just lost in the dark ages. You think? Yeah, I think it's totally possible. And it's totally possible with the Ice Age, we devolved into cavemen again. We went back into warm areas and we stopped communicating on on large scales. People lost their large communities. They went into small dwellings. And over time, that information was just completely lost. Speech patterns got mm-hmm. worse. Communication got worse. Higher levels of thinking got worse because they didn't have anything to do all day. They just ate and fucked. Yeah, they're back down to the hierarchy Primates. of needs. Yeah, they're they're on level one. And then yeah. it goes back to like the stone ape theory, almost. Have you heard, you know what the mm. stone ape theory is? Nope. Um, I can't fucking tell you what the uh, author is. Um, 
So the theory, and just in short, it's Terrence McKenna. You could read his book. Oh, that's this acid boy. Let's go. But you could, <laughs> um, you could read into the, it, and the it, father it, of it's LSD. like it's backed up by, um, you know, climate uh, research at the time that like these mushrooms could have grown in these areas that people existed in, or early people that they ate psilocybin mushrooms and unlocked the critical thinking receptors in their brain and became the higher level of primates that we are. And that's like the evolution, the missing link. That's This is off track of uh, what and I was just saying. Didn't about Terrence McKenna evolved. die because he ate bad mushrooms and then had like a spore disease in his lungs? Uh, that's possible. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how he died. I think that, yeah, uh, yeah. If I remember right, or, or or it was like he smoked something. But there's other people like who have been like backing up this research over yeah. like the last couple yeah. decades. But I I think psychedelics have a purpose. I, I but I, what I was saying is like I just think the people about the pyramids. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go ahead. I want to yeah, finish I'm, on I'm the pyramid. You. Yeah. Uh, the math that people don't understand that the pyramids were constructed in a way that we don't understand and we can't redo it. And there's chambers we can't reconstruct. And there's ways they did it that we don't understand. There's air chambers. There's light chambers that we have no idea about. But I think back then they could have just done that. And that was their life. And they figured out that was their technology. Mm-hmm. That was their computers, like architecture and, you know, material. Like it wasn't computerized. It wasn't fucking chips and electricity. But yep. it was like material objects that you put together like Tetris shit. Like, that was their math and their higher level of understanding. Like, they did understand over so many centuries of manipulating light and and air passages to build these, like, constructs that we can't fathom. Yeah. And they had apparatuses that they designed to accomplish it that or it we was, don't understand. Or it was aliens. Or it was fucking aliens. No, I think that's, in my way, that's yeah. how it got done by modern-day people. Without aliens, without people yeah, being yeah, like, that's, no, it's fucking aliens. It's just that they had a higher level of understanding that we haven't kind of yeah. navigated back to. Or or instead but of we focusing won't even on that, get we were focusing on other things. Because, yeah, we don't do that because we have computers now. Yeah. We don't. That, you think you think we're headed for another dark age with commu- computers and automation here? I feel like no, people have No, I just lot. mean I think like, like they had to come up with math and science that we don't need. It mm-hmm. was like, it's like the... The father of invention uh, is necessity or mm-hmm. whatever it yeah. is, right? It's like they they had a necessity back or nece- then. Necessity is the father of, of That's invention. It. Yeah, Necessity is the father of invention. It's just like we don't have that necessity anymore. Yeah. They wanted, the king said, I want this crazy You will tomb. build me a yeah. monument of a pyramid shape, and I want all these things, and you will figure it out. And their high scholars at the time said, we got this, chief. And they figured it out. You know what I mean? The same way we say, hey, fucking Chernobyl's going to blow up. We got to figure it out. <laughs> so in your opinion, though, I mean, that that's the practical explanation. So you do think we've had some kind of contact with alien life? Oh, yeah. I love aliens. So what, what's the... What's the, the, the most what's, fascinating what's, one to me is like the alien, like people talk about, there's a lot of uh, high level of activity uh, around when we first detonated our first nuke mm-hmm. high level of what like ufo sightings mm. and uh weird occurrences like there's the foo fighters 
I know the band. I know that they built it off something, but I don't know what they're referring to. Oh, man. You don't know what a Foo Fighter is? No. Foo Fighters are aliens. Dave Grohl and those other three guys. Taylor Hawkins. There. A Foo Fighter. <laughs> the term Foo Fighter was used by Allied aircraft pilots in World War II to describe various UFOs or mysterious aerial phenomenon seen in the skies over both the European and Pacific theaters of operations. Hmm. That was post during World War II. Oh. Yeah. So uh, that's where the band got their name, Foo Fighters. Yeah. They're UFOs. Oh. During World War Two, just but those could just be, I mean, for sure. But I think it's fascinating that like like the theorists say, yeah. you know, it was the first sign of that level of technology on our planet. So it was like a beacon into the, the so they the came to universe mm-hmm. that we reached this level of technology, and they came to find out. Yeah, that's the argument I hear at. most is that we haven't. They haven't contacted us because we're too primitive. That's at this my point, favorite theory is that, yeah. uh, and I think that's like the biggest popular one run right now is like the theory is like after intelligent species reach a higher level, whatever it is, space travel, critical thinking, enlightenment, mm-hmm. they go into live into the fifth dimension. Who knows what the fuck it is? Yeah. Did you see gravity? Wait, gravity. The, the movie, no, uh, with um, oh, not gravity. If you say Interstellar, yes, Interstellar I I with McConaughey, how he it. went into the other dimension, hated it with the black hole. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Like it's like if we reach this higher level, we are applicable to the intergalactic community, community, yeah. mm-hmm. and they will come find us. But at this point, we're not. Yeah. But at this point, we're not, and we're too primitive, and they don't fuck with that. Like in Star Trek. I yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love. Like I'm not a, allowed to fuck with I, primitive planets. I'm a Star Trek guy. I think. No, like oh. in, in number three, like they were gonna let Spock die. I think we got something we might disagree to on. not let him to to let them see the mm-hmm. Enterprise. Yeah. because that would let them know they weren't alone in the universe mm-hmm. and they were still this primitive species. Same concept, just expand to intergalactic travel, and we're not there yet. Do you think Star Trek is better than Star Wars? On what what on what level? Or just objectively. Like if I had to pick one, yeah, I'd pick Star Wars. <sighs> okay, there we go. There we found something we disagree on there. Oh man, but that's so <laughs> trivial. That's like yeah, I know, I know same pick DC a, or yeah. uh, Marvel. DC. I'm a pick DC. Yeah, me too. But not the movies. Yeah. Oh, they're terrible. But but sorry to get off track. I just thought of that. Uh, with aliens though, I I I just don't buy it. I I think they would facilitate. So, and maybe they have. Maybe that's why we we have the pyramids. Maybe that's why we have computers. But I, I think they would facilitate our development a little further here if if they truly were interdimensional beings, right? Or or just capable of space travel. I think oh, they I would agree. help facilitate our advancement more than that. Or the argument. I could you, you mind shutting that door? Or the other argument is uh, I could start hearing Sam in my mm-hmm. headphones. Uh, the other argument that people say is they came, they decided we weren't. And fucked off forever. And left. Yeah. And they're not coming they're back. They're just exploring other planets at and this point. And who knows what happened yeah. back then. And uh, another argument is time operates a lot differently mm-hmm. in space. So it's possible that there used to be an intergalactic council of planets out there mm-hmm. and they no longer exist. 
Okay. You know? Yeah, I see what like, you mean. Who knows? Maybe we're so far along in the life cycle of planets that all that shit came and went. There used to be other planets with life on them. There aren't anymore. We're, we're just isolated here now. Yeah, we're just left alone f- floating on the edge of the Milky Way. Like, what if the Milky Way used to be vastly populated? Yeah. And it used to be part of the Intergalactic Council. And the Milky Way is not a part of it anymore, so they're all gone. They're not a part of our our arm. Because we're just this yeah. branch mm-hmm. of the Milky Way galaxy. A tiny... We're a twig, and we're just yeah. a part of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. So what if they just don't come to our galaxy anymore i could see that yeah that that's more feasible to me is that is that maybe they at some point in our development came here and then just okay that's this isn't worth our time we can move on here if if that's real or not right but i i just don't believe i i definitely believe there's alien life you know what i mean i just don't know what it is whether it's single cell organisms or some type of other biology on other planets like a oh yeah like a dolphin or something you you know what i mean like on a planet somewhere here but i don't know i don't think I honestly don't think there's anything as 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 advanced as the I think human, I just or, or more advanced than the human. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I want that. I just, I'm, I'm, I, I need to tangibly see it. I guess for me to believe yeah. in it. That's how, that's how I am about things. I just think if we're here, they gotta be there too. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. I think if, the, if there's anything, I don't think there's anything more advanced than the human. Maybe you know. I think I think that's the pinnacle of development at this yeah. time. And, and otherwise, we would have seen something. And until I see it, then that's that's where I'm at, you know? Yeah, I, that's fair. The other cool theories that I like are that there are other dimensional beings mm-hmm. and that, like, you know, they don't operate in our space. Yeah, that's, I, I had my physics teacher um, talk to us about that because it's like he, he put it as like a fourth dimensional being. You know, there's a with a 2D being, right? It, you, you're, you're on this wall, right? Or two, two dimensionals live on this wall and you poke your finger into the wall. And then that just what what to, to to them what does that look like right it's just like you're phasing into that universe here for a moment and then you can phase out immediately right exactly. so that's what a fourth dimensional being would operate in our three D space right so as soon as you tap this they see that phase and then you immediately phase out right so I could see that being a lot more realistic than yeah. than an alien three dimensional being yeah well who knows yeah. we're just on this little branch yeah I uh, one of the things I really um, if there was careers out there, mm-hmm. if modern education met the workforce and stuff, mm-hmm. that is one thing like in that, what I propose, like you apply for jobs, I would apply to get into some kind of astro, astro uh, mm-hmm. physics mm-hmm. or astronomy or uh, astrology. I know it's all different. Yeah. No, not astrology. Not astrology. That's yeah. the study of the stars and weird shit, right? Astronomy and like stuff like that, like space exploration. I would fucking sign up for that. Yep. Like, studying the stars and like i always thought it was fascinating as kids that like we were just like this little speck like floating around in like this big galaxy and then like my favorite shit is uh studying film in school was uh like long exposure stuff that's like my jam go on like when you can see like uh, galaxies and photos oh yeah that people take at night like long exposure photos like i would decorate my whole house in those can't see any of that here though because the city light no but you couldn't like flag if you did them like on the on the mountain mountain at night yeah if you took like cool fucking photos like that at night i just think that that shit's fascinating we kind of got all weird on uh (laughs) off off of guns like these photos right here 
like you're gonna see that galaxy like out in the sky like that's just insane to me like people just take a long exposure and that's a wrinkle in the sky but that's a bunch of planets and stars in another space system that we can see and that's just because it's close enough to see and we just made technology that can take a picture of it you think you think folks are living out there hopefully yeah. i'd like them to be yeah well, maybe i have hope but <laughs> i don't think star wars and shit's ever gonna work yeah like lightsabers would be sick but i don't think that's gonna happen yeah because you can't stop a laser that's the problem is like you can't how do you make a sword that's made out of light and yeah. make it end? Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't concatenate. Yeah, you can't stop it's that. It's a laser gun. beam. Yeah, it's yeah. not gonna stop. It's like, and if you made it super powerful, couldn't we just turn it on and like cut the moon in half from here? Yeah, I mean that's a good super weapon here, right? That's, that's not a bad that's idea. A Star destroyer. That's 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 what that's how we send the beacon to the aliens as we create that. Fucking a. Did you see that? Uh, the the new Star Wars. Eight? Yeah. Didn't really like it. It was okay. That part, um, at the end, people had a lot of issue with, uh, <laughs> and I have a big issue with it after I read it online. People have an issue with how they just flew the spaceship through it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of, yeah. And they're like, well, why didn't they just do that, that for every ever, fucking movie? Yeah, yeah like, do that for the Death Star. They just yeah. have someone kamikaze that shit. Yeah. You could have done, they had the, the the whole premise of the first movie is that you had to steal the plans yeah. to get this one little tiny slot in the Death Star that's so obscured right when you could have just had one guy go, yep. but I guess that's, that was like a million dollar or I mean, like a trillion dollar star ship. You know what I mean? That, that she blew up. But yeah, but still like to, to stop the, it was so cheesy. Like mm-hmm. it was one of those things that as a fan, after I read, it didn't bother me when I watched it, yeah. but after a fan and I read the shit online, I was like, you're right. Yeah. That shouldn't have made it in. Yeah. That shouldn't have been in the movie. I thought, I thought the dumbest thing was where, um, Rose essentially almost killed Finn to save Finn. That was retarded. Cause she could have just killed him and then, you, and then let everybody else die. That was so incredibly stupid. Yeah. It's like, okay, so you're going to, Stop him from stopping everybody from from living. I didn't like that character. Then, yeah, she was bad. Yeah, yeah, I thought she was very kind of ham-fisted and just. She was a Disney character written into a Star Wars film. Yeah, that was yeah that was the first time I'd seen that really like. It was kind of cringeworthy. That's the best way I can explain mm-hmm. that character. I agree. Yeah, it's a poor choice. There's no point for her to be in there, and, and I think Finn's. I, I like the the Finn character, but I think if he, if he died at that moment, it would have been fine because then he would have redeemed himself for being a traitor or whatnot here originally here and not having a purpose or a, um, yeah, just not having a purpose in general here. And then he yeah. stops and saves all of his friends who are the resistance from, from dying and being yeah. killed by the Empire, right? Or the First Order or whatever they yeah. are now. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was incredibly stupid. It's like you could have killed him. You you're so both could have exploded, and then all your friends would have got blown up. Like what? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, so silly. A lot of the writing on that movie was not very good. It was out there. It could have been better. Yeah, I thought I thought a lot of stuff was very spelled out for the the reader. I just think they should let or George Lucas one. do it. Oh, let him do it. His well, yeah, well, they could fucking gloss it up, but let him write the story. Yeah, whoever fixed all the dialogue in Empire with Lawrence Kaplan God or something. What's his name here? He he, he fixed the script for Did he? Empire. Yeah, that's if you look at the, the screenplay for Empire, it's like George Lucas and then Lawrence 
something that he he went back and kind of tweaked all the dialogue and stuff that was awful. But that's why the prequels are so bad because it was all George Lucas. Oh yeah, with no filter. Yeah, it's just him. Cringeworthy dialogue. The pre. Uh, now we're going off on Star Wars. That's okay. I love uh, Phantom Menace. I mean, not Phantom Menace. What's the third one? Um, Revenge of the Revenge Sith. of the Sith isn't too bad. I, that's one of my favorite ones. Yeah, it's it's not bad. I mean, there's watching him turn into Darth Vader and but then going no. I think Darth Vader deserved a prequel. Yeah. So hard because mm-hmm. we deserve to see him turn into a robot. But mm-hmm. I think we could have had one movie. Yeah. And it could have been way different than mm-hmm. they did. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, you could have taken all the good parts out of the first three and and made them one movie. Yep. And that's it. Yep. Yeah. What was Rogue One? I didn't even watch Rogue One. The very one. beginning good? of the movie could just be Obi-Wan and some fuck Qui-Gon finding, the finding little kid. him on the planet. Yeah, that's and it. And then didn't ten, need the pod, 10 minutes later pod in racing. the movie, Obi-Wan and him are running down a fucking corridor. Fighting Darth Maul. Running yeah. away from, yeah, Darth Maul or something. And you're like, holy shit, who the fuck is this Sith guy? That's mm-hmm. crazy. And it just jumps into this badass storyline of Sith and like... You know, like we didn't need fucking three episodes you, of filler. You have to have have a love story. It's retarded. <laughs> the second one was the worst. Attack of the Clones. It's retarded. It was a two-hour love. You could have still gave him a love story, but yeah, but very brief. You know, twenty minutes. He meets Padme. Yeah. They they hit it off. They could have had Obi Wan yell at him about having a relationship, mm-hmm. like yeah. And then him. That could have been the struggle of the movie, I guess. You know, is is. Yeah. And then, and then, what sets him off in the in the at the end again is the same way that Padme dies and he loses his shit. Yeah, that's uh, this this like exact thing is what made me want to uh, study film in school. Yeah, is that I used to sit around and talk about how I could make movies better, mm-hmm. and I was like, I could just fucking do it. I could just learn it. Yeah. So then, when I was sick of doing uh, my computer programming classes, mm-hmm. my first semester at NAU, I was like, Oh, they have a film program. Let me just do just that. Do that. Yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah. And then that's why I want to do writing because I was like, I could write a fucking good movie. Are you guys going to do your, uh, like the buddy movie that you guys talked about on the other podcast? Which Have you one? guys, uh, where I think it was your partner he was talking about. He, it, was, it was him as like an ex-military. Uh, I'm trying to remember the concept here. I listened to the episode. I'm trying to remember exactly what the premise was. But it was it was like a, it's like a bro comedy movie that you guys were talking about. Fuck, I forgot what it was. Um... We wrote a movie where he you you do have the screenplay for it. That's well, or just it conceptually what you're talking about. I guess yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, what you're talking about, but we have like a like a we have like a movie where he like goes back in time and like relives. That's what I'm talking about. His yeah, life yeah, yeah, as yeah, a yeah, teenager. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah what I'm we talking wrote about. that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was like, it, the coming of age movie. Is what you're. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, he's no, a yeah. thirty year old marine, and he mm-hmm. gets sent back in time to relive his senior year of high school. Yeah, it's the reverse big. I remember. Yeah, now I remember, yeah, now yeah, it's yeah. coming to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll read that for sure. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, nice. Just when when we have time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the did you listen to the stories I already posted? I posted two. I don't think so. Um, so for anyone out there listening, I got another podcast called Millennial and Marine. Uh, if you search on iTunes, uh, you'll find it. Um, and that is like a fiction podcast, but we did a first story called real hundred acres. Um, it's, uh, Winnie the Pooh. Okay. You, you, you didn't you, listen you to got it? me hooked. No, let's uh, go. You should listen to is it. Winnie the Pooh horror movie. Or oh, no? I don't want to ruin it for everyone. You should just <laughs> okay, listen. Yeah. To yeah. It. Let's listen. Yeah. 
Uh, we could listen to it after this if it's like 10 minutes. Um, and we did another one called Mosquito Motel. Those are both short stories. Cool. So we're going to kind of start with our short stories mm-hmm. and then work up to reading our longer. Because like the screenplay is like 110 pages. Yeah, that would take a while to read. Yeah. Do you want to develop them into like 20 pages? Do you want to shoot them as a short film at some point? Oh, I would love to. Like yeah. if I ever had the opportunity, they're definitely movies that like I would like to see on the big screen for yeah. sure. One that we wrote called letters is like our our like favorite one it's like a war movie where uh a marine in like today going off to war uh is struggling with like his everyday life and then he finds like a chest full of letters his grandpa wrote when his grandpa was in the military and he starts reading them and they're like letters his grandpa wrote to his grandma when he was in the korean war um and then so, like, we kind of go back in time and follow the grandpa story in the Korean War and how it mirrors, like, what's happening today. Oh, I like that. That's, in in, that's intriguing. Life. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, it's like a love story. Um, That's, like, our favorite one. That's the one I'm most psyched to read. Yeah. I, I think that's tight. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, you, would, you would do kind of um, back and forth kind of juxtaposition of modern times. Like, he, there's a brief B-plot with the the main character, the the one who's reading it, but the Just primary kind of parale- plot is the paralleling his, his issues and his struggling with what he's doing yeah. more mm-hmm. to what his grandpa went through. In oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Or Korea, not Vietnam. Yeah. In the Korean war. Um, and yeah, we kind of wrote that cause John's grandpa was of that time period mm-hmm. in the Korean war and he was a Marine and stuff. And John was a Marine. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it was pretty cool. That one's I, I really like that one a lot, but um I think we're a ways off from doing like I think that's gonna have to be like a multi section mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. Because I don't know if we're gonna just sit here and read for like three hours. Yeah. Or however <laughs> yeah. long it takes us to get through it. You could yeah, you could do that as an episodic thing, yeah. like serial or something that's like that. That's what I was thinking for like the longer ones. Like yeah. we do like letters part one and two. But yeah, um ideally and I've uh, hopefully in the you know Twitter sphere, YouTube, someone fucking likes our shit and contacts us and you know gives us a shot. I'd love to direct one day. Like yeah. that's my goal, one day. Mm-hmm. But um, why I, not shoot your own material? I mean, like, oh man, least, I just don't know how. I don't yeah. have the resources. It'd be, be kind of hard the, to facilitate. Yeah, the people. Like I don't. I don't know how. Like mm-hmm. I didn't learn how to do that. You know what I mean? Like. And like Not, I'd want to yeah. do it like real like good like I think I could do some of our short stories and do like some shitty like low budget stuff that like twenty minute minute films, but I would have no idea how to go across doing like a two hour movie. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I mean. It's like shoot the as as your portfolio shoot the shoot the short one, you know, of a story that you really enjoy, so you have something concrete of this is my idea of what yeah. I'd like to go with for a long form, you know, picture. Yeah. Maybe that's that's the, to to kind of go full circle. That's the kind of thing I hate about the educational system is that you come out with this degree and you have all this theory, but you don't have any practical. What do I do to to yeah, achieve like, this? Yeah, I don't goal? know how to get a job in the film industry. How do I apply all of this? Right? Yeah. How do how do I do this? I have no idea. Right? Yeah. I know how to do. Oh, what I was thinking about the YouTube shit is maybe mm-hmm. an animator out there mm. like some of our shit and will yeah. animate it too. That'd be nice. Like uh. The Mosquito Motel one. Be perfect. That for we animation. just released. Yeah, I would love to see that animated. 
I really would. Yeah. I think that would be dope. Someone out there, hit me up. Please. Nice. Like my goal for like these podcasts and stuff is maybe like these will be online and you know, I'm doing podcasts still two years from now and maybe I am like a little bit out there. I have a thousand listeners yeah, more or something yeah. and someone knows someone and they're like, Hey, even if it's a two year old podcast, like I listen to this story, like, you know, I'm going to fucking animate it and I'm going to send it off. And see, you know what I mean? Like, maybe something down the line years from now will happen because I fucking recorded this conversation. And they'll prosecute me for making hate speech and making fun of people who call themselves Zer. I don't think that'll happen. That, I think that, we're okay. I think that Free might speech happen. is still a thing. Yeah, for now. We'll be okay. But yeah, I, I hope so. I hope that I hope that uh, manifests itself in that regard here for you, really. It'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, at least it's just fun for yeah, now. Yeah, still a creative, cool creative expression, yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck it. Yeah, I definitely need to write more, though. Yep. Write some more stories. I got to listen to those. Yep. I, yeah. I got to enjoy. So I've, I've listened. I'm, I'm more of the, the political guy here. So I've been listening to the um, the ones that you've done here independently. But I need to, I need to go back and listen to it. Because there's only three out right now for those, right? For all the listeners we out there. We have uh, four on my other podcast. We yeah. have two like cinema riddles mm-hmm. episodes. I, I listened to those. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't listen to the ones with the actual stories. And then yeah, two stories. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, more stories on the way for sure. I actually have another cinema riddles to post that we already recorded. Oh, nice. That I'm psyched about. Cool. And then uh, yeah, more stories. Hopefully, we'll record next weekend. And who knows? We'll get them out there. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You think this is a good spot to wrap up? Uh, yeah, then? I'm with you. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. Well, if everyone made it through, thanks for listening uh, to the hour and fucking quite a bit. Yeah. Two hours and like 45 minutes that we did. Uh, thanks for coming in again, man. Oh, of course. Yeah. I'd love to come back sometime here Wait, uh, in a month or two. Yeah. Just let me know. Oh, fuck. Yeah. We'll definitely do some more. I'll, I'll try to think of something that I absolutely abhorrently disagree with you on, but. Oh man, we'll definitely have to find some stuff. Like the biggest thing is finding people that like really have some like solid convictions on shit. Yeah, yeah. Because to me, to me, I mean, to just to bring this home at last point here is 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 I think a lot of people uh, get so worked up and, 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 and without being like thinking their ideas aren't malleable and they think they totally fully understand it. And I'm willing to admit that I don't. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what makes. I think that that's what makes a good conversation is that you're, you're not set and convicted in this idea. Um, and then you understand that everything is gray and malleable and it can change. Right. Yeah. And exactly. I, I, th- I think that's the problem with a lot of people our age is that everything is black and white and you, you think you fully understand that and you don't have the ability to say that I don't. And I, I think that took me a while to kind of get to that point. And now I realize that, you know, I can't really understand everything and that I do need to listen and and I'm still figuring it out as I go. Absolutely. That's how I feel. Yeah. And I hope to have more people in here that I can learn from. Yeah. And have kind of more of those kind of different experiences with. And hopefully change some minds as we go. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> All right. Well, you summed that up better than I could, man. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.